Hey everyone, I'm Michelle Panning and you're listening to The Conscious Podcast. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlos Cerullo and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. Hey Conscious Fam, welcome to episode 33 of the Conscious Podcast. On this episode, I got to sit down and share a conscious conversation with the inspiring Michelle Panning. Michelle is a self-love and sexual empowerment coach. We dive deep into topics including Michelle's experience working in the adult entertainment industry, trying lots of things in life, making a career out of your experience, sexual healing, connecting with yourself on a deep soul level, removing the masks, feeling unworthy in relationships and life, affirmations for self-love, the effect of pornography on our sex lives, conscious relationships and sex, loving yourself, being kind to yourself, and so much more. This conversation was so open and raw. We both shared some pretty intimate experiences, but all with the purpose of awareness and education. Michelle's story, wisdom, and energy is amazing. So much value in this episode. I really enjoyed this, and I hope you do too. Michelle, how are you, lovely? I'm well, thanks. Yeah, really good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Awesome. Uh, apart from my nasaliness, as you can hear, it's been a big week in Melbourne. Yeah. I'm going to blame the public transport. I haven't been on it for four years, and I think... <laughs> Being around everyone and everyone's germs, maybe that's why. You reckon? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, gonna, we'll go with that. I'm going to blame Melbourne for this one. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been up to today? Yeah, so I just had a coaching client yep. and now I'm doing this podcast with you. That's and amazing. then um, I'm supposed to have another call later. Just keeping busy, doing my thing. Love it. Yeah. Productive day. Absolutely. <laughs> what are you most excited about in life right now? So right now, I'm just really working on my business and trying to grow that. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Getting to work with people who are just as passionate about what they're doing as I am um, and helping people grow and connect. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm pretty excited about it. So yeah. Awesome. And is that people, do you work with people of, uh, is there a specific person you work with or it's all kinds of people that you work with. Yeah, so my focus is on females yep. um, at the moment. I do work, I do have some male clients, but I, I gear more towards females. Um, and it's for women who are feeling disconnected from their bodies and want to have a more fulfilling sex life, as well as um, f- have more self-love for themselves, because I feel like we're really, really lacking that in yeah. this society. So that's primarily who I work with. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we only just met the other day. We did. And we met through a good friend, Tessa. Yeah. And that only came about last week. So I only know very little about you. Mm. It's, it's a lot, but it's still a little. And um, for myself and for others that don't know you, what's a wrap up of your life from start to where you are now and what you're doing? Yeah. So I'm sure as you can hear, I'm not from Australia. <laughs> um, I'm from Toronto in Canada. What do you Canada. mean, mate? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, mate? <laughs> yeah. So um, I... I grew up in Toronto or just outside of Toronto in Oakville. And, you know, I had a pretty, pretty good childhood and 
everything was pretty cruisy, the normal things that happened in childhood. And, and um, you know, after high school, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life. Felt a bit lost, as I'm sure a lot of people in high school do. Um, and everyone was going to uni, and I thought, oh, I, I don't know what I want to do. So I went to... Um, <laughs> I went to a strip club with some of my friends and I was like, yep, that looks like fun. That looks like <laughs> something I want to do for a year and see where it goes from there. Surely by a year, I'll know exactly what I want to do with my life. So that was when I was 19. I'm 29 now and, you know, I've been dan- I danced for 10 years. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I started doing that, and then when I was 22, I moved to Queenstown in New Zealand, and I danced there as well. Still had no idea what I wanted to do, um, and then I met my ex there, and we moved to Australia together. I was in New Zealand for three years, and then I moved um, to Melbourne four years ago, and I danced here as well, and I still was waiting for this moment of, oh, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to do. Yep. I was always interested in sexuality, but wasn't sure how to transition that from dancing into an actual career. So I was just like pushing that aside and going, no, I've got to do something else. So I tried my hand at several different things. Nothing felt like it was me. Nothing felt like it gelled. Um, And then about two years ago was when I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could actually do something with this. Um, And then I looked into coaching. And so I ummed and awed about it for a while about how am I going to, how am I going to make a career out of that? Who's going to want to listen to me? What have I done? Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in my, my past experience, I'd had several failed relationships. I faked my orgasms for years like up until the age of 26 or 27 so not that long ago I'm 29 now and I felt so disconnected from dancing from so long I had to put this wall up and then I couldn't break that wall down Mm -hmm. when I when it came to my personal life so I overcame that through um through my own practices and my own journey and I thought, you know what? I really want to share this with people. And so that's what I'm doing now. So I'm a self-love and sexual empowerment coach. And I help, like I said, primarily women yep. overcome the struggles that I went through. Um, and it's had a really, really positive impact on me. And I'm hoping it's having a positive impact on others. So yeah. yeah. And that's what really str- well struck me about you in that first post you put in the Conscious Collective. And mm-hmm. for those listening, if you want to be in that group, there's a link in the in the bio on Instagram, click on that and you can apply to be in the group. And you posted and it was about being enough Mm -hmm. Um, and being enough sexually, being enough your physical body, being Mm -hmm. enough of who you are for for everyone and for enjoyment and for love. And that's when I messaged you because I was like, whoa, I resonate with that. That, that. that hit something with me. I need to talk to you. And then straight away you were like, it mostly connects with a lot of men. Like it's, mm. it's men as well, which to be honest, something on the, along the lines of that topic would normally be something that's more open amongst the female community. I know with me, with my guy mates, it's not really something that comes up at all. Yeah. So um, I'm sure it's impacting a lot of people. But in saying that, 
do you find that it's it's as soon as you start putting stuff out, you're getting a lot of feedback from people? Yeah, massively. I was actually surprised. I think I said to you the other day that I was surprised at the amount of men who were messaging me. And I think it's such, um, it goes to show that, I mean, obviously I'm generalizing here, but a lot of men don't feel like they have a safe space to be vulnerable with someone and to say, you know, I have these feelings too. I have these feelings of not being enough and not being worthy because in our society, men have to be tough and strong and hide your emotions. No, I don't feel anything. So it was really, it's an honor for me to hold space for someone, for them to say, you know, yeah, I feel like this. What, how can you help me? And that was really powerful for me. Um, The amount of people that do not feel like they are enough they feel like they are unworthy, like they can't live up to standards that their partner holds for them or society holds for them or that they hold for themselves. That's a big one. We have really, really high standards for ourselves. And it's like, unless you're perfect, then you're not worthy and you're not worthy of pleasure and love and affection and all of those great things but Mm. you really are and it starts with you nobody else can feel that for you it's you yeah Yeah. so it's something that's much more deeply embedded than just a surface level stuff that we see Yeah, yeah totally it's it's everywhere it's from the media and from what our parents teach us music yeah movies yeah Yeah. everything it's so deeply ingrained in us from childhood um you know it's in in school it's like if you don't make an a i don't know what you guys call in australia but you know what i mean if you don't make those grades you're not enough and constantly you know boys in 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 middle school like if you don't have boobs when you're supposed to you're not enough it's constant in our face all of the time. Yeah. yeah. And you can see how in society that would affect someone. If someone, let's say, maybe they don't develop, let's say, with women develop breasts early on. Or maybe they just don't have mm. a certain size mm-hmm. of breast. How that would affect them personally, emotionally, and then being ingrained in who they are. Yeah. Massively. And it's just, like I said, it's all over media. <clears throat> and especially, I mean, growing up. In this day, I would not want to be 12 right now because with Instagram and Facebook and Snapchat and all that, it is so in your face and it's not real, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all Photoshopped and all of these things and it's so blatant. Um, and to see those images on a consistent basis, it's, it, it kills your spirit. It really does. And even myself at, at my age and my friends, we look at that and go, hmm, well, if I looked like that, you know, and it's such a, you have to, it's work yeah. to go, no, that's them. Maybe not even because that's not even what they look like. Mm-hmm. I am me. I am perfect. I am whole. I am worthy exactly the way that I am. So yeah, it's, it's everywhere. And I, I pray for the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. that because those affirmations are things that I have in my, my morning journaling mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I've seen the change of how you can change that and rewire yourself 
to believe that you are enough. Yeah, massively, yeah. massively. It's something that I'll, we'll maybe touch on later, but yeah, those affirmations and looking yeah. at yourself in the mirror is huge, yeah. like life changing for me. Yep. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to touch on, because I know we spoke about it the other day mm. and in our messages, and I'm not sure where it would come up. So I think now is probably uh, a good point because things like you mentioned social media, stuff like that. What about pornography? Yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. going to touch on yeah. that because I feel like it's a huge part of society. I personally don't agree with pornography. I had a porn addiction. Yeah. Um, I've been with partners who have been addicted to porn. So many people are, and they don't talk about it. They don't even recognize Mm -hmm. that it's an addiction. Um, now in saying that, I do think there is conscious porn and there is some really great stuff that can be used for sexual education. It's all paid and it's, but it's high quality, but I'm mostly talking about the free stuff, the stuff that's everywhere. And I mean, young young kids they have access to the internet Mm -hmm. and they're looking at these images and these videos that are quite often violent and degrading and disgusting and the thing is the more you watch it the more you need more extreme more shocking more violent images Mm -hmm. because you need um, more to get that dopamine release so If you're watching that and you're 11 or 12 and you're thinking, oh, okay, that's what sex is. That's normal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how, that's what women like. That's what girls like. Or, you know, that's what guys like. I have to act like that Mm -hmm. for guys to like me. And I went through that. I, for years, I was like, I am here for the man. I am here to perform. My pleasure is secondary or non-existent at all if I get some pleasure out of it great that's a side bonus but it was yeah and I mean with faking orgasms and stuff it was like you know oh I don't want to hurt his ego that's I'm supposed to do that that's what I see in porn you know they touch me and I go crazy you're not doing it right unless exactly exactly and it's ridiculous and so even you know women my age and older are um are thinking that you know, I heard someone say a little while ago, oh, I didn't even know that sex could be like slow and soft and gentle and connected. It's like, wow, mm-hmm. that's such a crazy thing because that is beautiful, that connection. And I just, I think that porn is just ruining it for for kids and for adults as well. And yeah, you become addicted to it. And then you can't, when you are having an intimate experience with your partner or whoever, even yourself, you're constantly fantasizing Mm -hmm. about something. You're not in your body. You're not present. You're not connected because you're thinking about some pornographic image that is outside of yourself, outside of the experience. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just think it's... Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. I quit cold turkey. Yeah. And yeah. I th- this is so interesting because <laughs> when we spoke about it, I'm like, okay, this could go um, a lot of different ways with the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know it's an important topic and that's why I, I mentioned it just then yeah. because even f- for myself, it was something that I heard on another podcast mm. and especially someone with your expertise in this area and obviously with the coaching of the self-worth there's a very conscious conversation around it. Probably something 
you'd want to be having. Um, and this, <laughs> we're not having a coaching session right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's for me, it was like you were saying. It just leads down so many different rabbit holes. And through my own sexual experience of being a man and having relationships and um, sleeping with different people and all that type of stuff, the involvement of what is this, these videos showing me? What emotions are there, mm-hmm. and and what emotions am I feeling with this woman? And is is that the same, or are these things shouldn't be connected in that area? And even for myself, it was um, I've shared the same experience of faking an orgasm because mm-hmm. you didn't want to let the woman down. And um, I know with my mates, if I ever mentioned something like that, it'd be a laugh mm-hmm. and almost. The only thing that really guys really talk about is who's got the biggest dick. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I come from a sporting background, and that was you get changed after soccer, you have a shower together, there's always the conversation and stuff like that. But if you're watching porn and comparing, how we're talking about comparing to Instagram, that's where it all mm-hmm. full circle comes back. If you're comparing yourself to the people like the guys on this, so for males, the guys on these videos that are jacked up, that Again, not real. This is all fake stuff. Lasting an hour. Mm -hmm. How do you think your self-worth is going to be from that? And I can only imagine for women as well. Totally. Totally. I mean, I've met so many women who hate the look of their genitals. Like they hate their vagina and they're embarrassed and they want to get surgery because of it. Um, And for me, I never, until I started dancing... I had no idea that Mm -hmm. every woman was completely different. That was really empowering for me to see, oh, they're all different and they all look beautiful just the way that they are. But for someone to hate that part of themselves so much, you can only imagine the sort of shame that that brings to your sexuality and not wanting to be seen and wanting to be invisible. and Lights off. Lights off. Don't touch me. Don't go down on me because I don't want you to look. Um yeah, it's very, it's very secret. It's very behind closed doors. And I just think I just want to get rid of that stigma. Yeah. yeah. And again, this like full circles and, and is very close to, even if it's someone with another body part, not exactly, not the private parts, but mm-hmm. even like your face and stuff like that, your self-worth yeah. of yourself. And this is, we spoke about this in, I spoke about this on the solo episode on episode 30, where it was, how do you, what's your language like to yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you looking in the mirror and going, I'm ugly? I don't like myself or I wish that was different. It's like, yeah, you can, you can maybe want to improve yourself, but this is the vessel that you've got. Why not love it? Like I have for so long wanted to change so many things about me. Then I'm like, you know what? I can be the best human I can be in this vessel. Why would I want to change it? This is my experience. Why would I want to be someone else? Yeah. I mean, something that someone said to me, which was really life changing for me was, um, you know, if you say something like, oh, I hate my, um, I hate my nose or I hate my breasts or, or whatever, would you speak to a four or five-year-old that way? No. Mm. You would never say, oh, look at you. You're disgusting. You're ugly. Who would ever want to be with you? You would never You'd crush say that. them. You yeah. would crush them. But that's what you're doing when you talk to yourself like that because mm-hmm. you're talking to your inner child. Yeah. And so you're really telling five-year-old Michelle or five-year-old Carlo, you're ugly. And that is so not nice. So just be kind Mm -hmm. to yourself. Like it just boils down to that. Just be kind. Yeah. Yeah. 
I so agree. Yeah. Would you say you are living your purpose now? Totally. Yeah. yeah. It took me a long time to find this. And I, I genuinely thought I'd be one of those people that just kind of coasted through life and never found their purpose. I, I've always wanted a family. I've always wanted children. That's something I really want to have in the future. Um, and I was just like, well, that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my purpose. Your purpose, purpose would yeah. be a mother, yeah. caregiver. Which I still absolutely want to do. Um, but this, I was like, oh, maybe I can have a career and also that as well. Um, and it's super empowering for me. I truly feel like I've found it. Yeah. Um, and now I get it when other people are like, yeah, I'm living my passion. I'm like... Oh, so that's what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I f- I'm so living my purpose and my passion. I feel really, really blessed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is a good listen, a lesson for the listeners is mm. that when you were going through your experience of the past 10 years or whatever it was of, of, of dancing, did you know that you would use this experience to help people in the future? No way. <laughs> I thought... How the heck am I going to hide this from people? Because mm-hmm. I, I thought, okay, at some point I'm going to have to get another job. How am I going to put a 10-year gap on my resume or my CV? Mm-hmm. How am I going to explain this? Um, and even even going into this field, I thought for a second, oh, I don't know. Should I tell people? Should I not? When I thought about it, I'm like, this. I feel like this actually adds to my story. Yeah. Because... It shows people if I went from this job of being super sexually liberated and open and yet behind closed doors, I was struggling. I was having problems with my sexuality. Then surely other people are. So, yeah, I think it's it's helped me and it's making my story more impactful. I hope. But yeah. Totally. I think it's just, it's that vulnerability and and authenticity of you owning who you are and what you've been through. And depends how you see it. It was mentioned on one of the previous podcasts, your mess is your message. Mm. What you've been through, that can be your message. Mm -hmm. And now you've, you've been through it and you're like, I can use this. I've come through it as well and healed. I'm still healing. We're Mm -hmm. all still healing, but I can use that to help others that yeah. are feeling the same way. And like you said, there's, there is millions, if not billions, feeling the same way, mm-hmm. especially women. So um, I love that. I, yeah. I love what you're doing and yeah. bringing light to that awesome. as well. Uh, what are you most proud of in your life? So I think I, when I was in my previous relationships, I was very dependent on them for my happiness and my self-worth. And... Um, I think when I moved countries from from Canada to New Zealand, but more specifically um, to Australia, I moved with a partner and that was all well and good. But when we split up, I was like, what am I going to do mm-hmm. now? And coming out of that and getting my own place and having my own things and being independent and showing myself that I can stand on my own two feet and I've got this that's probably what I'm most proud of which you know for some people that might be like super easy but it was really difficult for me 
and the best thing I've ever done for mm-hmm. myself was being independent. Yeah. Yeah. So that was placed on the the person that was closest to you in your life. They were the source of yeah dependency. Yeah. yeah. They were the source of my everything. Yeah. Happiness. My happiness, my love, my sense of self-worth, my everything, you know? So if it was a it was a big question that if they don't love me, what does that mean about me? And that's where the thoughts come in of I'm not worthy if they don't love me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Yeah. Why don't they love me? Why don't they want me? Why are they walking away from me? Mm-hmm. What's wrong fundamentally Fundamentally, with me? Yeah. I am defective. And that was huge, huge to mm. overcome. And I know a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I was pretty proud of, like just being independent. And then that gave me confidence to start a business. And it just kind of a domino effect. You know, the more things that I do, the more confidence I gain in myself. Yeah. So it started with you working on yourself. Yep. That's where it all starts, baby. (laughs) Working on yourself. Yep. And how did that tick for you? The whole, I need to work on myself, work through this. What was, was there something that come up specifically that you were like, I need to do some, when you noticed, so when you became aware of these thoughts and um, programming that you'd put in your own mind from experiences, what kind of ticked off that? healing Mm. yeah so I think the repeating of patterns you know when I had several relationships which hadn't worked out and it was always before well it's them Mm -hmm. it's something's wrong with them therefore like I'm you know I didn't contribute to that problem at all and then you know after a while you're like "Hmm, maybe I'm the common denominator here (laughs) maybe I did contribute something to that so I kept repeating the same relationship with a different person and I kind of just had this thought of like "Mm, okay I actually want to be with someone long term I want to get married I want to have a family I want all of that I cannot continue the same pattern the Mm -hmm. same mistakes in every friggin relationship So I've got to fix some things. And it's like, I mean, you really go down the rabbit hole when you decide to go on a self-development journey, if you will. Because you think it's one thing, and the problem is never the problem. So you pick, you're like, "Uh, okay, it's this. No. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper. So you know when like a therapist goes like, tell me about your parents or something. You're like, what does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Everything. (laughs) So yeah, you just keep going deeper and deeper. But that's what set it off was just repeating the same mistakes. And I wouldn't say that I hit rock bottom, but it was just like me hitting a brick wall of going like, you know what? I got to change something here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't bring this into my next relationship. And I don't want to be this person. I don't want to raise my kids like this. I don't want to walk around being unhappy and dependent on everybody else for my emotional state. Because that's just never going to work. The power is never in your hands then. Exactly. You have no power, no responsibility, no anything. It's on everybody else but you. So, yeah, that was huge for me to change that. So you took control, you took responsibility, you accepted Mm. it, and you said, I'm going to work on it. Yeah. And it's not always easy, but I'm telling you, it is so worth it. So rewarding. Because what's on the other side is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Did you reach out to anyone? 
Um, not really. Like I kind of, I spoke to my friends about it. Um, and, but I did a lot of research and I did a lot of programs and that sort of thing. And I did go to therapy, um, which helped me a lot. Finding a therapist is like finding a husband. You like, you have to go through a few to find a good one. It's not just the first one you go (laughs) to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But that really helped me. And, and talking about it and asking myself some really difficult questions mm-hmm. and being honest yeah. with myself and not giving myself a a bull answer, yeah. you know, really getting to the core of things. But yeah, like I spoke to my friends about it and God bless them all because they were such a huge support for me. Yeah. Like I would not have gotten through it without my friends, but yeah. Yeah, it's funny like how we think, like you were saying, we think it's one thing, but even with my coach, she's like, no, I'll sit here all day until you get to something. I can't tell you because I haven't lived your life, but you've got it somewhere. So get digging. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, so true. (laughs) What is success to you? Success to me is living authentically living my truth, living what I'm passionate about, Mm -hmm. going after my goals, achieving my goals, knowing that I've accomplished something, Um, you know, because there's all different types of success, like financial success and romantic success and all that thing. But really knowing that I, if I love myself, nothing else matters. Nothing else can mess with that. Because you can say anything you want to me, it's not going to affect me Mm -hmm. because I know who I am. Um, And I think, yeah, I think success is just really, truly being authentic. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. What is the worst thing that has ever happened to you? And how is that the best thing that has ever happened to you? Yeah, so I've been, I say I've been pretty lucky in the fact that I haven't had a lot of really traumatic things happen to me. So... Um, and I mean, it's all relative, right? You know, what's bad for me is not going to be the worst thing that happened to you. But for me, and I touched on this before going through, um, this one particular breakup was devastating to me. I thought we were going to have a life together. I thought we would get married. I thought we would have a family. And when we split up, I genuinely thought I was going to die. Um, and I, as I said before, I thought I am worthless I am a piece of nothing. I'm trash. No one's ever going to love me. I battled for years with, because I'm a dancer, no one's going to love me. I felt like no one would ever love me again. No one would accept this part of my life. Yep. Who would accept this? Nobody. Nobody wants to date a dancer. Um, But like I said before, in doing that, I, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I was forced to be on my own, which was really, really, really difficult for me because I like, I liked to always have someone there. Um, and I relied on my friends like crazy. Um, but being forced to be on my own and stand on my own two feet and be independent. And, you know, after a couple months I was like, ah, I didn't die. I'm still here. I'm still, I'm fine. Yep. I'm fine. I'm okay. And after a while, you know, because in the beginning I thought about him all day, every day. 
And then after a while, you just don't. Yeah. And it gets better. And it's, it forced me to kind of move on and pursue my own goals and my own dreams. And that's how I found this. So thank you for breaking up with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably at the time you weren't thinking yeah. that, but now we can. <laughs> now, thank the you hindsight. so much. <laughs> yeah. What is the best advice you've ever been given? Like I've said before, love yourself before you love anybody else because you are like, you you can love people, but not to the full capacity mm-hmm. that you're capable of. When you love yourself, you will be surprised at how much more you have to give to people. Um, it all starts from you. Everything is so internal. Um, so having love for yourself and knowing really really knowing that you're worth it and that you deserve good things and you deserve xyz um that's gonna bring people to you that's Mm -hmm. gonna draw those people to you and then you're gonna be able to give love but in saying that you'll also be able to receive it because i think that's a big thing Mm -hmm. is um we give 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 and then we don't know how to receive and that goes with, with anything and in sex especially. Like we think it's, you know, receiving is just lay back and receive. No, 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 no. Like it's, it's an effort to receive. And that is huge. And that took me a very, very long time to get. The, I get why they say it's the art of surrender. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a... It's tricky. <laughs> Receive and enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this this also touches home because, and again, I'm more open to sharing this with females because yeah. they understand and my, most of my guy mates would never, this is a taboo subject. Yeah. And look, I'm letting it out there on the podcast for everyone to hear. So <laughs> this is great. And, and again, I'm an open book. I I'm honestly want to have this conversation is that I, um, during foreplay, it was, I would never let myself enjoy it. Mm. It'd be like, no, 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 they've got to enjoy it. And this was from, this is from looking up to mentors of mine that said, it's not about you, it's about them. And then imagine what that puts in your head of, like, like you're saying, I'm not worthy of this. I'm not, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be enjoying myself. It's about them. And then again, it goes through all those different variables of life of in the relationship. If they're happy, I'm happy. Yep. But what if you're not happy? Mm-hmm. And I've heard this even from, she's probably going to listen to this, my mother, where I was like, what's, what's happiness to you? And she's like, if you guys are happy, I'm happy. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't control our happiness. And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but I'll do everything I can. And I'm like, yeah, but that's still not going <laughs> to, wow. like, what about you? And she was just like, I, d- I haven't thought about it. It really is, you guys have been my life for 20 to 30 years. Mm you were my everything so I wanted to be that of service to you and I suppose being in that stage of life of being a mother maybe that is one of part of your purpose mm-hmm. but when it's at that depth of it doesn't matter about me I can be sick I can be unloved and feel unworthy as long as you're fine then that's good how, how are you filling your cup yeah how can you fill other people's cup when your cup's empty isn't that interesting yeah like I had um I went to Thailand a while ago and I had um, a yoni massage 
which is like it's a spiritual but like internal is that um you can do that in meditation yoni meditation yeah you could do yoni meditation but this is actually with a body worker okay and it's an internal like vaginal massage and they do they have the they have lingam massage for men but this um it's a tantric principle and it was life-changing for me because he set up the space saying i am here for you you don't have to worry about what you look like, what you sound like. Um, you're not going. You're not here to please me. Mm-hmm. You don't have to return the favor. All you have to do is relax and receive. And I'd never heard that before. Never. Because in every sexual experience, it was like, yeah, okay, I'll get something. And then I have to give or vice versa. And it has to be that way. It has to be that way. If you give, I give. Um, Or if you give this time, I give next time. And it's... It's like an owing. I pay for dinner this time. Tit for tat. Yeah, always. And it's like, I couldn't couldn't relax enough. Oh, is he bored? I'm taking too long. Blah, blah, blah. All these thoughts in my head. My mind is going a million miles a minute. And to just be able to lay back and receive... I bawled my eyes out. And another thing, someone saying, I hear you, is so profound. Mm-hmm. To, be, to be heard and to be able to receive are massive. Yeah, that was life-changing for me. Awesome. Yeah. So what advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Don't date that guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um. Stop comparing yourself to everyone. Everyone's on their own journey. The thing is, you never know what people are going through. They might look happy, but they might not be deep down inside. And yeah, stop comparing yourself where they're at in their life, what they look like, the kind of relationship they have. It has nothing to do with you. And other people might be looking at you thinking the same thing. And then... The other thing I would say is you don't need to perform in bed. Like, it's not a performance. You are just as much, just as equal as they are. Um, It's not all about them. It's not all about their pleasure. You have a right to be in your own pleasure and to to receive as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just stop performing. Like, it's exhausting. It really is. Stop faking orgasms for their, like, ego. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I think this, this comes down to also, especially if you're in a relationship, mm. having that conscious conversation of where are we at with this? How is this for you? Mm. How is it for me? What do we want from this? What's the mutually... What, what are we trying to do here? Are we doing this just to pass time? <laughs> or what is this experience? Exactly. Like, what a profound concept, communication. There's, we do not communicate in relationships, generally speaking, yeah. right? And it's, it's so, like, we have these ideas of what sex and relationships should be like, right? Because you see it in movies. You make out, you do foreplay, you have sex, he comes, you go to sleep. Yeah. Maybe she comes. Maybe. And that's what it is. Where did we get that concept? Like, why? Why is that what happens? 
It's just, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, we have all these concepts in our head that came out of nowhere. Yeah, and even in so, in the worst way of that is in porn, where that is not real life. <laughs> these situations are actors doing things. Yeah, exactly. They're cutting and stopping and, like, they're not, I mean, gen- I don't know, maybe some of them are, but I don't <laughs> think they're, like, enjoying it, really. It's not real. It's not real. And then all these... They get paid to do this. Exactly. They're paid to be there, which is totally fine. That's absolutely cool. But um, yeah, it's not not what we see. That's not reality. No. And then these concepts of like monogamy and, um, you know, what this possession that we have over people. I mean, that could be a whole other podcast. But yeah, it's just all these concepts that we have. And we really need to think about... Why do I think that? Where did I mm-hmm. get that from? Is that internally, do I truly believe that? Or was that a belief that someone else created and I just adopted that? So, yeah. It's it's interesting. I do love delving into all of that. It's, like I was saying before, it's, this is, I'm, we're uncovering more than what I thought we would. <laughs> yeah. And it's, this is good because it's getting out there to more, we never know who this is going to impact. Mm. And I'm sure the people listening right now are going, holy shit. This is me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, especially with sex, it's so easy to feel alone. Like, you're the only person in the world who has this problem. I genuinely thought I was the only person who couldn't have an orgasm. Um, not the case. That's a lot, a lot of people. Um, and I just think it needs to be talked about more. It's so hidden. It's so behind closed doors. Let's just be open about it. It's natural. It's healthy. Yeah. I agree. Mm. How do you think people can become more fulfilled in life, apart from better sex life and (laughs) self-talk? Yeah, Yeah, that would help. (laughs) How do I think people could become more fulfilled? I think pursue your passion. Like, really think about what you're passionate about and go after that. Stop worrying about what other people think. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying about people's judgments. Um, Because people are going to judge. It's natural. I'm sure there's people who are judging me for this, um, for this chat. But don't worry, me too. <laughs> yeah, th- you know what I mean. But I'm. I know I'm living in my truth, um, and I think the sense of fulfillment—that's the best word I can use to describe it. The sense of fulfillment that you get from pursuing your passion and going after what you want is so huge. Mm-hmm. It's literally life-changing. Yeah, it's amazing. What is a big problem you think needs to be talked about more in society? Yeah, so we kind of covered this, but I think pornography mm-hmm. is is huge. Like, I, I think the sex education in schools needs to be better. Not only that, though, I really don't think it's a school's job yeah. to teach kids about sex. I think it starts with the parents yeah. at home. So for instance, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of kids when they, um, if they're caught like touching themselves or, or experimenting or whatever with their bodies when they're young, it's don't do that. That's dirty. We don't do that. That's Satan play. Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) disgusting. Um, and then that builds a lot of shame around that. And you don't realize that until you do some searching. Um, but that carries on into adulthood. So I think 
if you come at it from an angle of, oh, good job. You're curious. You're exploring your body. That's, that's awesome. I mean, you can tell them to do it in private. You can go to your bedroom and yeah, do that. Don't, you know, don't, don't do it in public. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it at recess, yeah. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's so healthy. And to create a sex positive... Yeah. Um, talk. A talk, yeah. yeah. And, you know, just so that there's not shame. And it's, it's okay to do that. And then just be open. You know, if your kids have questions, answer them honestly. Yeah. And I think answer them with anatomical terms as well. Not like your woo-woo or whatever, <laughs> because it, it still kind of creates a, no, yeah. we don't talk about that. But that's not real. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, talking about it from a young age and being really open as a family. I didn't have that. Um, and I know a lot of people don't have that. But I think, I think things are slowly changing, yeah. I hope. Yeah, Yeah. it's funny because I didn't have that either. Um, And I remember going to, I don't know how it's in Canada. Mm. I think it's year five, year six is where they they bring in, you bring in a parent and you watch a video. Oh, really? And it's it's not a real video, it's a cartoon. But it's, um, it, there was more uh, humor around it. So it was kind of breaking down the levels of it. But even, even me thinking back now, I I had my mum there because most guys are close to their mum. Um, in my case, it was, and it was, it was more funny. But that was the only like it kind of stopped there. There was never more. And I moved away young, so I learned yeah. for myself. I had a relationship really young, from fifteen to nineteen, and that I explored a lot and mm. figured out a lot. But that doesn't mean that you know I was, as we know, it's not. I was I was doing the best I could with what I knew, and most of my education was from porn. Yeah, and. I wasn't opening up to anyone about what was happening in in the relationship because not just talking about the sexual part of it, but like you were saying, your worthiness of love Mm. and giving, receiving, is that right? Are you with that person? Again, are you just making them happy? Is their happiness what makes you happy? Because that affects everything. And sorry, full circle of that is going back to sex life. It's like, Recently, in my my later, <laughs> I say later stages of life, I'm still young. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, the the past uh, f- five six years of being out of that relationship, it's like okay, this is the experience. But what's you know, let's come from a conscious place here. Of it can't just be like that because let's be honest, I've seen people have a great sex life but a shit relationship, mm-hmm. or what they say is a good sex life, mm-hmm. shit relationship. Mm-hmm. I've been through the shitty experiences of sex been through the good ones as well yeah but then understanding all that and that's where i think this is um this is the talk that you should have had when you were 16 (laughs) yes totally i think i think too like in you know talking about um you know sex with your kids and whatever but also talking about how to communicate your needs right that is so important because you know sometimes you go into a relationship and you're like i'm not happy I don't know why though. Like, I don't know what's missing. I don't know what I need. And people aren't mind readers. So if I'm mad at you for something, but I can't communicate the reason and you know, I'm mad at you for not emptying the dishwasher. That's not, you're not mad about that. You're mad about something deeper. And to be able to access that and to go into your feelings is like paramount. You need that in a relationship. Um, and even as a kid to be able to say like, you know, I need it. Obviously when you're five, you don't know what you need, yeah. but as you get older 
to be able to say, hey, I'm feeling da-da-da-da-da is, I think that would change so much. And if everyone raised their kids like that, um, can you imagine how much more conscious Mm -hmm. the planet would be if people knew how to communicate, communicate their needs and have empathy for others? Like, whoa, that would change so much. So yeah, I think that's, that's what needs to be talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it, people. This, uh, this, this is so just the the events that have happened the past few days, talking to um, girlfriends, friends that are girls, mm. um, <laughs> that are, are talking, relaying exactly this, that it's I can't communicate with him, with, with their partners. Mm-hmm. And it's not about this, but it's something underlying and I can't get to it. And it's like, oh, man, like just... I want to go talk to him and be like, just open up, man. <laughs> just talk about everything and she'll love you and you'll work it out. And then you'll work out if it's right or wrong to be together. Yeah. Why would you hide that stuff? Like, yeah. I honestly, I know so many people that are in relationships just because they don't want to. Again, how you're saying you stepped into your independence. Mm-hmm. Don't want to, they don't want to be independent. They don't want to not have someone to love, mm-hmm. even if it's shitty, making them unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like... What what pain is greater, the pain of you leaving or the pain of you staying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes the pain of leaving is greater is, than yeah. staying, even if it's really really painful. Yeah. You know, we look thing we look for things that are familiar. So if all you've had is crap relationships, you actually kind of look for more crap yeah. relationships because it's comfortable. Yeah. Even though it's not fun and it's painful, it's comfortable and familiar. Yeah. The old uh, the bad boy. For the teen girl type. <laughs> Don't I know it? Yep. And then, and then, oh, it's going into other underlying things of dad daughter relationship and all these types of stuff. But yeah, again, another podcast. I know, there's so much. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your podcast yeah. with all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we might do. We might do a Facebook live. Yeah. We'll do a Q and A. Awesome. And people can extend on stuff like that. Cool. If this was the last time you seen me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I can use every day in my life to improve my life, what would you teach me? Okay, two things. I'm going to teach you two things. So something that really changed for me, and it sounds really like woo-woo and fluffy, but mirror work. Um, So every morning I get up and I look at myself in the mirror and I look into my own eyes and I give myself a big hug and I say like, you are awesome. I love you so much. I accept you. You're worthy. You are beautiful insert here whatever you want to say whatever you feel like you're struggling with that's what you should say in saying that if telling yourself i love you feels so extreme like as soon as you say that your brain goes no you don't don't be crazy start with something small say i like you or i'm willing to learn to like you something so small and the more you do it be consistent with it just a couple minutes the more you do it the more you're going to believe it and the more you're going to feel it. I promise. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing I would say for more connection with yourself and more presence would be to self-pleasure every day. And I don't even mean like masturbation. I mean, just like set aside 15 minutes, half an hour, whatever you want. And just kind of just touch yourself touch your body touch your legs your arms your hands just explore 
see what feels good for you. And what you're doing is you're creating that mind-body connection um, because a lot of, I think women especially, are very disconnected from themselves and there can be a lot of numbness um, because we're, we're constantly like thinking about other things. Oh, I need to do laundry or is he bored or whatever. So really being in your body and being present will make a world of difference. So just taking 10 minutes, whatever, just to explore. You can touch your genitals a little bit if you want to, but don't stay there. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be a big, big difference. Yeah. So that's what I'm teaching you. How empowering both things. <laughs> yeah. Especially the first one. Um, something I learned through journaling is getting out all those things thoughts that you have about yourself the bad ones yeah and then flipping them so like you said if you're saying i i don't love you or i'm ugly Mm -hmm. going i like you Mm -hmm. You, you're pretty yeah and then going from there yeah just don't attach ego to that or (laughs) yeah (laughs) you don't have to be like oh my god i'm so amazing everybody loves me (laughs) but like you know just learn to like yourself yeah learn to chill out with yourself yeah it's fun yeah enjoy this this existence yeah. This experience. Totally. You got one yeah. body. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. How can I find my purpose? Oh my gosh, that is such a huge question. <laughs> How can you find your purpose? I think try new things. Honestly, because I tried a lot of different things. And even if you go, no, I don't like this, that's actually just as valuable as finding something that you do like. Because then you can say, not the path that I want to go down and just explore like just yeah just try new things read a lot research ask your friends Mm -hmm. what are you doing what's your passion maybe I could try that just be Mm open-minded don't don't say no to things like just because it scares you just feel the fear and do it anyway (laughs) yeah love it yeah what is the mo- what is most meaningful to you in life right now? Right now, um, you know, I think working with my clients and seeing them transform mm-hmm. and make changes is so beautiful to me. Like, you know, so many times after coaching calls, I'm like, oh, I could cry because I'm just so excited for them. That's so amazing because I know what it feels like to feel lost and alone and like you have no options. Um, And to see the joy or to hear the joy in someone of like, oh, I've never thought of it like that is like so heartwarming to me. And then, you know, just right now, my friends and my family are so meaningful to me. Yeah. Like my relationship and yeah, I just value them so much. I'm so, so blessed to have them yeah what impact do you want to have on people the community in the world it's such a big one right because we all want to leave a legacy i just really want to help women feel empowered within themselves i mean they're making women are making huge strides right now but it's still like nowhere where it needs to be um, and I think there's so much stigma and shame around sexuality for men and women. It's universal. But having people um, feel empowered in that and cultivate that is beautiful. And 
I mean, if you're living that, all areas of your life are going to be affected by that because you're going to be happier. You're going to be more creative. You're going to be more um, driven and all these things. So, you know, and then knowing you're worthy, like your whole life will shift once you know that. And I just, I want to help as many people as possible feel that for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. What does it mean to be conscious? Mm. I think being awake and connected. Once you connect to yourself, you can connect to others so much better. And if it will have a domino effect. So if everyone connects to themselves and is awake and aware, I think being aware is the first step in anything. Like if you're not aware that you have a quote unquote problem or that something's not how you want it to be, then like nothing's going to change. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So being aware and then connecting and dropping in, and then you can connect to others so much better and how cool would that be for the world can you imagine the consciousness it'd just be light and good vibes everywhere good vibes everywhere (laughs) let's put that into the world good vibes everyone yeah is there anything else you want to share is there anything that's you'd love the listeners to know or I don't know. I mean, I think I've kind of covered it. Like, it's just, I really want to drill into people how much being present for yourself and showing up for yourself and looking inside. Stop looking for external sources. You're so much stronger than you think you are. That was something really profound for me that I learned. Um, As I just thought I always needed help from everyone and I couldn't do anything myself. And when you tap into those internal resources and you do it once, Mm -hmm. it gives you so much confidence and you're like, okay, well, I did that. So maybe I can do this. And it's just, it's going to be a ripple effect. If you just realize your strength and your power, the whole world will shift for you. Mm. Yeah. Where can people hear and see more about you, your information, your programs, your coaching, everything yeah. everything that you do? Cool. So I'm on Instagram. I'm at Michelle Panning. Um, and I'm on Facebook as well at the same name. So, yeah, you can reach out to me there. I post lots of cool content about self-love and sexuality, um, just what I've been talking about. But, yeah, I'd love to connect with you guys. And I do one-on-one coaching and you know, a couple different programs. So yeah, absolutely. If you're interested, reach out. Amazing. Yes. Leave comments, reach out, share this. If you're listening to it, leave a review, but even if you want to DM both of us and say, if this has brought you value, if you've connected to some point in here, I know there's going to be something, let it out, share it with someone. We're going to hold space for you to say something. We're not going to share it with everyone else. Um, that's, I think that's an important thing is to reach out, have these conscious conversations, share this with someone if you know they're going through the same thing, whether it's your girlfriends, your boyfriends, whatever it may be, mm. and really take this on board. And um, I, I want to say thank you for thank spending you. time with me. Um, and I think it's, it's inspiring to see people like yourself 
sharing your light through your experience. Mm. Now, whether you think that's good or bad, it's, it's your experience. But something that's so hidden, something below surface but so important in our lives, like worthiness. Mm. Um, and being so vulnerable to come on here and be so open about this stuff, it's made me open up a bit more. Because it's not, a, again, not a normal conversation. Yeah. But it's an important one. So important. Um, and that authenticity is... It's it's amazing to to converse with you and to to have this conversation. So thank you so much. And I know what you're doing is inspiring so many people. So I can't wait to see what you create and how you impact everyone. Awesome. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to be here. Amazing. All right, guys. Make sure you subscribe, you rate and review the podcast and get in contact with us if you want to have more of a chat. Take care. Peace. See ya. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, both handles are at The Conscious Podcast, and also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice. <laughs>